Welcome to the Self Love Podcast, the show that helps crack open your heart and inspire a deeper regard for your own well-being and happiness. Proudly brought to you by 28 Essentials, here's your host, the gorgeous Kim Morrison. Welcome to the Self Love Podcast. This week's quickie is something that I find myself a little bit at times making an excuse not to do. And yet it's something that we all know is a wonderful thing to do. And it's really an important thing to do. And that is making time to read. They say reading to the mind is what exercise is to the body. Most book lovers will agree that if you make reading a priority in your life, you will be amazed at how and what you will gain. Books can literally change your life as you read, you grow. It's amazing, though, how many people say that they simply do not have enough time to read. Yet we know reading can open up a communication, a world, a world even of imagination. It can challenge, motivate, and inspire you. Let's face it, reading gets you thinking. Now, the beautiful thing is, is there is millions, literally millions of books out there. And any one of these has the potential to transform and enlighten your life. There is nothing better than getting lost in a great novel. Such escapism can do wonders to your life, especially when it's busy. Yet sometimes your favorite reads could be even things that help you to challenge the way you're living your life. Motivational real-life stories, personal growth books, and all books related to health and well-being can be an incredible array and something extraordinary to have in your own repertoire of books. We all know there is much to learn. And it is a privilege many of us never take for granted. But how much is enough? Well, in the research I've done, it says that at least 15 minutes a day can change your life. Where do you find another 15 minutes, you might ask? Well, you can be selective about what you watch on TV or Netflix or Stan or whatever it is that you're watching. As we know, these things and social media can be such time wasters. You could choose to read instead. Maybe you might like to do it in the morning. Wake up 15 minutes earlier and start your day off reading something uplifting, inspirational. Imagine something positive as the first thing you do in the morning. It could do wonders for the attitude you embrace for that day. You could also schedule a 15-minute break into your day and sit down and just pick up that book. I also know at times when I've made the effort myself that a good book and a warm bath, it's pretty much bliss. Maybe your job is taking up too much of your precious time. Maybe as a parent, you're using a lot of your precious time that could be spent refilling your own cup. Just may need a re-evaluation and an idea around what's the best priorities. I read a quote once that books are the opposite to television. They are slow, engaging, inspiring, intellectually arousing, and creativity spurring. I think it's fair to say we all know we can get lost, almost hypnotized with some rubbish that we see on television. I've often walked into a bookstore or a library. I don't know if any of you feel the same, but I can become overwhelmed at the amount of authors who have taken time to write a book. I'm proud to say I've been either a co-author or an author of six books, and I can tell you I know what it takes to write one. I know the endless hours of research, cross-referencing and writing. If there's photography and creative work to go with it, it's massive. But like completing a marathon, 
there is no feeling that can describe how it feels to actually accomplish writing one. I encourage any of you listening to this, that if you've ever been or had a dream to write your own book or tell your story, then I'd highly recommend you take the bold step and just do it. For those of you who think you can't write, there are incredible people out there that ghost write. They can do it for you on your behalf. And there's amazing workshops and people out there, which I'll put the links in the show note, who actually walk you through writing your own book. I was first drawn to my first publisher when I saw that my husband had had his autobiography done there. I remember walking in with a great idea with my girlfriend. We had this beautiful book proposal. But after a week or two of deliberation, they turned around and sadly turned us down. They said that it felt it was too niche. They felt that they'd only sell one or 2,000 copies of that book and it just wasn't the right market for them. What I've come to learn is that a no doesn't mean don't do it. It just meant, as in Harry Potter's author, even though she'd had nine times she'd been turned down, it's actually finding the right one for you and your book. We figured after that day of being turned down, we had at least eight to go. And the cool thing is the next publishers that we actually presented our idea to took us and signed us on the spot. And the rest, they say, is history. Not only did we sell more than 2,000 copies, we actually sold 8,000 copies in the first few weeks that we launched our book, Like Chocolate for Women. Could not be more proud of what we achieved with two young babies, breastfeeding one of them and a toddler and trying to run our own businesses and support our husbands as well. It was huge. Mark Twain once said, the person who does not read good books has no advantage over the person who can't read them. Take advantage of all the wonderful bookstores and libraries around you, offering a wealth of knowledge and enjoyment. There are many beautiful shops in your country that you live in or the area that you're in, or better still, things like Book Depository and Amazon, all of these amazing places online where you can order your books and when they get delivered, it's like Christmas. Reading is like no other medium. It can transform your life in a flash and you never know which book at which time in your life might be just the right one that rocks your world and inspires you to grow in ways you never thought possible. I feel really proud of the books that I've written and the books that I've participated in writing and also been invited to be interviewed for other books. There is nothing more amazing than seeing your words come to life and just to know that some person, one person out there reads it and sends you a message, I can promise you it absolutely makes it all worthwhile. My latest book, The Art of Self-Love, I kind of wrote that book because my beautiful 16-year-old son at the time was going through a tough time. My daughter had also broken her back. My husband had lost his sister to suicide. And I just thought, you know, what is it that keeps us all going? What is it that keeps us afloat and going through challenging times? And I came up with a six-step pathway that I thought would lead us back to the art of self-love. I'm proud I launched it. It's won an award. It's sold thousands of copies, but I think I remember one message in particular. A lady messaged me and said, thank you for writing the book. It was because of picking it up at that time, in that moment, that she actually thought twice about leaving this world. I feel like my work was done getting that message. 
I never imagined that the words that I took the time to write would ever have such impact. To all of you who have read The Art of Self-Love or Like Chocolate for Women, Like an Apple a Day, About Face, my book Why Can't You Be Normal Like Me, and all the other things that I've written or been a part of, I sincerely want to thank you. And if you have read any of my books, I would absolutely feel so privileged and honored if you would take a moment to let me know what you thought of it. I feel so grateful to have incredible people around me, inspiring me to keep wanting to write. And I can assure you it is not my greatest strength. I've always thought that writing was the hardest thing on the planet. And yet somehow I've managed to write six books. So don't believe those limiting stories or things in your mind. Just know that the minute you start writing, just like with running or walking, the journey of a thousand miles begins with just one step. I'd love to hear your favorite reads at the moment. I'd love to know what you're delving into, whether it's a novel, fiction, or whether it's nonfiction. And let's share some amazing titles that have changed your life or transformed you in a way you never expected. I look forward to hearing your comments. And I thank you so much for being on the self-love podcast journey. It is such a privilege to share this with you. And just knowing that you're listening to me right this moment, if I could reach down the earplugs or down through your iPhone or wherever you're listening to this in the car and give you the biggest hug, I just want you to picture it. I am. I thank you wholeheartedly. I would not be able to keep doing this without an audience. So it's to you I dedicate my podcast to, my beautiful self-love podcast listener. Please leave your comments and feedback on my Instagram page, Kim Morrison and the number 28. You can go to thewellnesscouch.com forward slash self-love podcast, or you can go to my Facebook page, Kim Morrison Training, where I love to hear and read and see all your comments and feedback. And thank you to all of you who give the show a five-star rating. You have no idea how much it means, and you have no idea the impact that has because it helps push the podcast up the ranks so that if someone you know is looking for a good daily, weekly, monthly dose of self-love, then they know they can tune in here. Take care. It is such a privilege to be here with you. Look after yourself and go and read, right? Thanks for listening to the Self Love Podcast. Be sure to write a review and share the love with your friends and family and head over and visit Kim and her team at 28.com. That's the word 20 and the number 8.com. Take good care. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.